Market. I'm Panda, and I'm here with my friend Teresa. Hi, Tees. Hey, Panda. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? It's good. It's been a minute. I'm happy that we're back and we're having an episode. Yes. It's been a really long week, so I'm really excited to do this. Yeah. What have you been reading, watching, participating in? I feel like so many things like I feel like I should have grabbed my planner so I could make notes but I've been on a really big reading kick I think since since the last time we read this episode I did in fact finish Succession yeah I watched Mayor of Easttown which was really fucking good it's extremely triggering though so I have heard of that uh it was nominated for 16 Emmys yeah, I think that's why I heard of it. Yeah, it won four and it was well-deserved. It was it was truly fantastic. It was really great, but my God, it was a hard watch. But besides that, I've been reading a lot again, which is really fun. Ooh, that's great. Yeah, so I, I think since the last time we recorded, I was reading The Terror. I finished The Terror. Yes. I read The Feather Thief, which is oh, about... It's about a guy who's a professional flautist who is also considered one of the best Victorian fly tires in the world and how he actually broke into a museum and then stole 300 bird carcasses wow. to make and sell ties and feathers and all of that. And he basically just got a slap on the wrist. So the okay. author kind of just explored what really happened, interviewed him and stuff like that. It was, it was it wasn't that good because I read a lot of nonfiction like that. So <laughs> it wasn't that good, but it was an interesting enough topic that I just wanted to keep reading. I feel like it was a little editorialized, but that's okay. just my hot tease opinion. Mr. Jacob Geller does a video on it, which is really cool. That's how I originally found out about it. But friend of the show, Audrey, bought me it for Christmas, unbeknownst to me asking for it, which was cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then I read Mother Night by Kurt Vonnegut because every so often I just got to read a Vonnegut book. And then right now I'm reading How Music Got Free, which is about the music piracy boom of the early 2000s, which is pretty cool. Ooh. And I mean, I saw a few Oscar noms. I saw Licorice Pizza. Oh, yeah? Yeah. never came to a theater near me. Me and my good pal, Straight Boy John. (laughs) The enduring legacy of Straight Boy John going with you to random movies. King Straight Boy John truly does the most. I saw Macbeth with my mom. I, I went to go see West Side Story with my mom and my cousin. I feel like I haven't really watched a lot of the Oscar nominees yet because I've just been so tired and busy with work. So mm-hmm. I kind of have been skittering around and watching, I guess, reading more than watching lately. But, oh, I finished Utena. I feel like we talked about this. Um, yes. Yes, we yes. did. Yeah. So I did And that. we will talk about this at some point on my other podcast. Yes. Yeah. I think that's about the the main points. What about you? What's new in the Pantas? I decided to finally check out one of my favorite books is uh, Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe. Which I've never read. And by Benjamin Alir Sainz. I don't know how you say his last name. I'm sorry. Aristotle and Dante is one of my favorite books. Mm-hmm. And the sequel came out last year. So I finally decided to start reading that. 
and I have about two hours left of the audiobook, so I'm close to the end. And nice. I have been enjoying it. It has been very sad. It's hard to beat the the first one, but this book is a little different in tone instead of like being about like two people falling in love it's about like you know what is it like to be two gay boys in love during the AIDS crisis in like New Mexico Mm -hmm. uh, especially two boys of color because they're both Hispanic Uh and also like them just dealing with the looming AIDS crisis and like what that means for them and also like dealing with like familial death and it's Mm -hmm. just it's been very sad but I've been enjoying it I'm still I'm still reading Warrior Cats books but I, I decided to take a break to do Aristotle and Dante. I This past week, I've been watching the adult swim show Moral Oral. Ah, uh, I know Moral Oral. I never watched it. But yeah, I've been watching Moral Oral. Or I never watched all the episodes when it was airing. I would just like occasionally catch it on TV. Mm-hmm. But at the urging of a couple of friends, independently of each other, uh, but one of them who's been trying to get me to watch Moral Oral for years, I finally decided to check it out. And it's been it's been pretty fun. Some of it doesn't age as well. But I mean, oh. you know, it's a just it's like Clone a, High. It's an adult comedy from the early 2000s. Like, yeah, exactly. Just like but, Clone yeah. <laughs> but but it's been very good. And I, I love stop motion animation. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But it, something you may not know about Moral Oral is that it kind of progressively gets more and more intense. Interesting. Like, it starts off really, like, kind of just gag of the episode or whatever. And then things that seem like they're just sort of a joke become more and more serious and more and more, like, about the way that, like, these characters lives are and like how they impact each other and I actually had a really wild moment in the beginning of season three which is where things really start to get really intense but I was like texting one of my friends that wanted me to watch this and I made a joke about like Oral's parents and like no children by the mountain goats and Mm -hmm. then literally the first episode of season three of moral oral has no children by the mountain goats in the episode that's so wild do you understand i it was like five minutes had gone by and then it starts playing on the tv i kind of felt like i was losing my mind a little bit that is buck wild oh my god it was very it was very strange but um i've been having a good time with that also i watched scream 2 finally for the first time earlier this week and because the ruined podcast that i like to listen to has been doing uh, all the scream movies this month because Mm -hmm. it's scream month and they're going to be ending that with a live show where they watch the new scream which i have not seen but uh so i've been finally watching the scream sequels which i had never seen I've watched, I've only seen original Scream and Scream 2. So a friend who only saw original Scream 1 was like, I went to go see the new Scream. It was really good. I was like, oh, fun. Okay. So 
I don't know. I saw Scream yeah. 4 in high school, but I had not seen any of the other ones. I just went because, like, other people that I knew were going, and, you know, it's fun to mm-hmm. go to the movies. So I saw it, but I didn't understand anything because I didn't know who any of the characters were. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, you know, but I'm uh, I'm probably going to end up watching 3 and 4 soon, so I will... It'll be interesting to revisit four now that nice. I know what's going on. Nice. Love that. <laughs> so we we were going to talk about podcasts because that's what yeah. this podcast is about. But yeah. what if it's, what if instead we just talk about succession? We could do that. But I have a really good idea for a podcast okay. and I feel like it's really funny. But also I am down to talk about succession. I've been waiting to talk about succession with you. Okay. We can talk about succession. <laughs> Since... I since I finished it and then waiting for you to finish it yeah so how do you feel it was good um I don't know what to say okay I mean we don't have to like I no no no. I just it's been a minute since I saw it so it kind of um it's not as fresh in my mind that's Um, fair it was good I mean I liked it that that ending oh that last episode in season three with Kendall really really struck a chord it was I mean, the acting in the show is so fucking good. Yeah, they also got a lot of Emmy noms. Yeah, also, the People's Princess. Tom Womskins. Comes out on top, baby. He's going to get the kiss from daddy. Welcome to Kiss from Daddy, the Succession podcast. (laughs) I'm so happy for him. I, I know, like, nothing is set in stone, but I truly love that. Logan Roy gave him the little pat on the back as he walked out of the room after he told his kids to go fuck himself. And here's how Tom wins. And I think Greg's gonna sue Greenpeace, like, for real, for real. I really hope so. I really do. The intensity of emotions of the Nero and Sporus coming back. Yeah. Is so much. It's painful. And also... Not to be a Tom Greg, but that line where do you want to make a deal with the devil? What would I need with a soul? Invented Uh romance. (laughs) Mr. Darcy learned from of days of being Mr. Darcy. Right? It's so good. It blew my mind. I've been seeing some speculation, some fan Mm -hmm. speculation, and... One of the things about the Nero and Sporus comparison is that when Nero pushed his wife down the stairs, she was pregnant. Oh, no. And if you go back and look at the scene where, like, Shiv realizes that Tom has betrayed them, uh-huh. she, like, puts her hand on her stomach. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. do we think i don't know interesting that's a very good note that's very impressive and i kind of vibe with that that would also make it so much more painful mm-hmm. which incredibly tasty we love to see it yeah um, i mean i guess we don't love to see it but also like that's the thing about Succession is, like, all the characters are very horrible people. So, mm-hmm. like, you win when they're 
winning because yeah. you you want to see them succeed because that's just the natural inclination we have with protagonists but also because they're such terrible people you also win when they lose exactly it's a a win-win yeah for the viewer i feel that so i'm gonna just be like gnawing off my foot at the ankle until the next season comes out in a year god well i know what we do in the shadows has wrapped which makes me feel better so shadows will come back and then kiss from daddy will come back and for now i guess that's what i'll have to just deal with (laughs) what about your your fixation the terror is that getting another season? Is that a well, thing? Like I don't. Well, there's two seasons, and season two did terribly, so I don't think it's gonna get a oh, third season. Rip. But Audrey started calling me Miku Binder, John Franklin, and has been ruining my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. It is really good, but it makes me so mad. But the other day, they had a dream that they dreamed about the terror, and I was like, "All right, well, who's the real?" Miku Binder John Franklin now Audrey (laughs) so it is good the TV show is good and I would have recommended it as an introductory piece but the book has so much flavor (laughs) has so much zest well I know that you really started to lose your mind over it once you read the book what literally so I mean, I'm not gonna be weird and like ship it because they are. It's the same way how I feel about Hamilton. They're real people fictionalized, and that feels a little weird to me. So I'm never gonna like. I tried to read fic out of curiosity. I was like, no, 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 this isn't gonna work. Like, don't, don't do this. But in my mind, I can rotate them in my head and feel like a little creature. <laughs> and the, I think the most ballsy thing that the tv show does is that in the book there are two gay couples and there's like one couple who is i'm gonna say one of them is mean and is very manipulative to his i don't want to use himbo but he is kind of a himbo boyfriend and then there is the nice gay couple (laughs) where one of them teaches the other one how to read and the tv show only includes the evil gay couple which is really funny (laughs) and i i could be wrong i could just be misremembering because it's been like two years since i watched the tv show but if you do want just a tasty 10 episode tv show i highly recommend it i think you would really enjoy it actually Hmm. um I think the flavor of us there. I think Gwen would probably like it too if you guys were to watch it together. Probably. Yeah. And the book, it's a banger. So now I'm still plagued by boat memes. And I think I might read the Master and Commander books. Boat memes. All the boys in the band order boat memes. I feel like there was more I wanted to say about Succession. Um, did you? I know it's just we had to reschedule like two times. In I the know in the time since you finished Succession. Yeah. Um, did you see the Super Bowl commercial with King Greg? I sure did. I was like, <laughs> wow, great. that's my king right there. <laughs> Incredible. I love him. Big fan of his work. He's so funny. I'm gonna be watching Zola soon. <laughs> Finally, I, he's so good in Zola. 
Like, the energy that he keeps in Zola is so fucking funny. I Truly, he should have been Oscar nominated as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I'm going to, I have Zola and Pride and Prejudice on my upcoming watches list. So I'm really just going to be hitting the Tom Gregg hits. I love that for you. I've never seen Pride and Prejudice. Me either. But like, I really want to now. We should just watch it together. That sounds like so much fun. Yes, please. I'd be down. Um, that could be arranged. I'd be yes. It. Yeah. If you want, I think you we have a little bit of time for yeah. your podcast idea. All right. Well, okay. So I'm gonna give you a choice. Okay. You want a podcast about my mom, or do you want a trivia podcast? Oh, let's go with a podcast about your mom since she Thanks. already made a cameo appearance. <laughs> All right. So here's my pitch, to you, Panda. A little podcast called Horse Hater. (laughs) Go go on. And it's a podcast with me and my mom. And I mean, I guess if your mom's a horse hater too, this could be a podcast about you and your mom. I don't know that my mom has any strong opinions on horses. So my mom does. (laughs) Oh, I know. My mom is a notorious horse hater. She thinks they're really phallic. And she hates that girls, young girls, are encouraged to love horses. And this has been a very funny thing in my life because my parents met working at a racetrack. What? So, yeah, that's how my parents met. They worked I guess, at the Meadowlands racetrack. I knew that. I didn't know it in the context of this. Yeah, so my parents met working at a horse racetrack. So growing up as a kid, I did have horse toys that, like, were from the track that like my dad's co-workers would like get for me because after my mom had me she like left the track and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so but I had horse toys as a kid but I was thinking horse hater would be a podcast where I forced my mom to watch horse media with me and then we discuss it if it's pure horse or horny horse material and I just I think it would be really funny. I actually would really love to hear notorious horse hater Neen's opinions and on. I feel like horse there's media. so much horse media. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, obviously, like Black Beauty, um, the most important horse media of all time. Uma Sume Pretty Derby. Mm-hmm. There's Equus. There's Pony Pals. There's Spirit, Legend of the Cimarron. Stallion of the Cimarron. Cimarron. Yeah, there's Patti Smith's album Horses. Like, I feel like there are so many horses in this world. War Horse with Benedict Cumberbatch. Seabiscuit. Seabiscuit. I watched that movie with my mom and fell asleep. Love that. I watched War Horse during a college class (laughs) after finals. It was wild. So all, like, I feel like It'd be really funny to just make my mom watch horse things with me. I really love this. And then I feel like we could talk about the symbolism of the horse in the context of the Exactly. Movie. That's one of the reasons that I love this idea so much is because I know your mom is like so smart and analytical and I know that she would have like the hot takes about yeah. horses. Yeah. And like, so my mom was a English teacher and then mm-hmm. a learning consultant before she retired. So my mom knows how to analyze text mm-hmm. really, really well. And my mom is really good at, like, watching something, then reflecting on something and talking about it, which I think I definitely learned it from her. But I'm too internet brain rotted that Mm -hmm. sometimes I say dumb shit, too. 
on top of that. So I feel like it would be a really funny podcast. I really want this to exist now. <laughs> and I don't I don't think it ever will because I don't think I she know. will. But <laughs> my mom also is so tired of bullshit that I say to her all the time. <laughs> so I think the added comedy of my mom being like, would be so good your mom like your mom really has gone through so so much she really has but i can't tell if this podcast would only be funny for just like me and like my family and friends you know i don't know i mean like there are a lot of horse media enjoyers that i think even even though a component of it would be listening to someone who doesn't like horses, I think that it would still be, like, funny and interesting. Right. I'm glad you agree. I I'm do. I'm glad you get it. Thank you. Love horses. Love my funny little horses. So that's my podcast idea, Horse Hater. It's it's not that long and goofy, but... I love it. I'm glad that you laugh. I was really hoping that you would at least laugh at the announcement of the name it's so, so good <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I and I was like driving to work driving home from work and I thought about this as because I was listening to horses by Patty Smith and I was like I wonder if this has to do with my mom's hatred of horses and then I was like I don't know if it stems back that far and I feel like I need to investigate how my mom started to hate horses because there's like I, I don't know if I still have the video anymore, but there's like Oh, I video. know exactly which video. video you're talking about. <laughs> there's a video of my mom like, you know the video of the two guys that are like, because her sister was mm-hmm. a witch. Mm-hmm. Envision my mom talking to Cork, her husband, that way, but about horse penises. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like the fact that she's had this feel multiple times. I just, I think it's just good pod. I think it would be really good radio. Yeah. It would be so funny. Thank you. So that that's my podcast idea. I love this. Thank you. Thank you so much for appreciating Horse Hater. Thank you for this gift that you've given me so of fun. the the wish and dream that your mom would have a podcast. I wish I could, but I think she would kill me in the process. Oh, a hundred ten percent. Like yeah. there, it, there's no way that would actually work. No, I mean maybe I could try doing like a episode with her but i don't Mm -hmm. know how much that would work yeah but you know what time it is tease is it the good vibe zone time yeah it's time to go to the good vibe zone wow i'm so smart tease what's something that's made you happy recently the week is over (laughs) um better answer it's been a really long week last week was london's birthday yeah and I got to go celebrate with them. It was the first time I saw them since Halloween. And I got to see Chelsea, obviously. And I got to just spend London's birthday together with them. And it's the first time in a really long time that they got to celebrate their birthday and have a good time. I bought them Miracle Grade Sake as a birthday gift. And I got fucked up. (laughs) There, that knocked you on your butt. I woke up that morning half with a sinus headache and half hungover nausea. So I was going through it, but eventually I just was fine. So that's what matters. My body just loves to make me suffer in fantastic ways. But I don't know. I think my good vibe zone really is, is that it feels great to read again. Yay. It feels really good to find enjoyment in reading and to have enough of an attention span to just sit 
and read and I spend my lunch having a little, just a little, um, a little reading. And I read about like at least 20 to 30 pages a day. So I'm more than halfway through my current book and it just, it feels good. Nice. And I'm really happy about that. And I mean, nothing's changed for me. I didn't like particularly like stop anything i just like i didn't like start taking meds or anything like that i just wanted to read and i just mm-hmm. started reading more you know so yeah. that, that that's that's the tease good vibes out i genuinely think is that i've just i've been reading again lately and it feels nice that's lovely what about you well uh in order to explain my good vibe zone i have to sort of give a little little bit of uh, preamble. In my dear home state of Mississippi, we've been having a bit of a bit of a kerfuffle for very stupid reasons. There was about a month ago, a library in the town of Ridgeland, Mississippi, mm-hmm. had a display for like some new books that had come in. And several of them were LGBTQ themed reading Mm -hmm. and a concerned citizen caused a stink about this and the mayor of Ridgeland said that he was going to defund the library of a significant amount of its funding if the library didn't remove these books even though Uh-oh. he does not actually have the power to do that. But anyway, so there's been a whole bunch of hullabaloo about this. And it catalyzed earlier this week as of us recording this. And a group of activists from Massachusetts drove down It was like 20 hours to get to Ridgeland to come to a meeting for the Board of Aldermen where people could get up and like speak about the issues on the docket. And my my beautiful and wonderful co-host of my other podcast, Alice, lives near Ridgeland. And when I told her about how this like group of northern activists were going to be coming down to crowd out the meeting this was not something that alice could stand for and so she went to the meeting and she ended up speaking up about like how fucked up this is and like she got on the local news and like Mm -hmm. there's like a picture that was taken of her by a local journalist that uh was going around on twitter and i'm just so proud of her because i know that that was really scary and really hard Mm -hmm. and i i saw the quotes alice really said some powerful stuff oh my god yeah like she got up there and fucking eviscerated them like she really just fucking went in she's just like the one of the like most brilliant and incredible bravest people that i know and i'm just Mm -hmm. like I, I still can't like stop it because I didn't I knew she was going to go to the meeting. I didn't know that she was going to speak. And I found out about it by I was like following a Twitter thread by like the journalist that took a picture of her. Mm. He was like keeping an update, an updated thread on Twitter of like mm. what people were saying. And then I saw like her picture and I saw like her name and I was like, holy shit. Mm. And 
And it sucks that this has to be the moment to yeah. see her brilliant shine. And but yet, um, I really think it speaks volumes to her character that she was able to get up there and say something so eloquent and striking and truthful and candid. I I mean, if if you are a listener and you haven't seen it, I highly suggest you read what Alice said because it really blew me away as well. Mm-hmm. I, I know you were retweeting and I was liking stuff mm-hmm. as you were retweeting it and reading it all because she really just hit the nail on the head so well. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. So that's mm-hmm. my good vibe zone. And now it's time for us to, to shill ourselves. We're shilling? Listen- yeah. Listeners, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you could do that at Fresh Pod Market. And if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impandanata. Tease, where can people find you online? Oh boy, things have dropped a number since our last episode. You can just find me on Twitter at Vicuña. That's V-I-C-U-N-A-D. I guess you could also find me on Fandom Spotlight, a fandom geek culture website thing. I, I usually write about anime and it's always like really weird anime that they're always like, what are you writing about? I'm like, don't worry about it. So that's where you can find me. We also have a tumblr account but i don't remember the password for that so whoopsies i guess um <laughs> you can shoot us an email you can talk to us on twitter and Fanta, who who did our theme music our theme music was by my wife their name wife. is gwendolyn you can find them on twitter at gwendolyn maria and on soundcloud as hopefully not bad lib and i think also that on Bandcamp. And also, tease, speaking of people getting in contact with us, I have a teaser for next week because we got a, a listener submission. Did we really? For a topic. Would I lie? No. We got a listener submission from our friend Harmony. Harmony, the lost episode. Miss you, Harmony. The lost episode. It's been so long. We really have yes. to We really have to reschedule with Harmony. Mm-hmm. Now that it's been like three years. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Harm. Uh, it'd be like that. I mean, two of those were spent in a pandemic, so. Yeah, true. All right. Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Tease. Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Pand. Everybody, it's time to go hate on a horse. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> I couldn't remember where it was in the soundboard. Oh, it's okay. It's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs>